microphone check. Check, check, check. This is the Super Coin Brothers Podcast. Hosted by the Super Coin Brothers at Sahara Coins in Las Vegas. Hey guys, welcome to episode 15 of Super Coin Brothers. Uh, believe it or not, it's the same three guys sitting here. Andrew Moneyman McDonald, Adrian Nunbetich Cohn, and Raymond Bullish Bryant. We told you on the last episode we were going to talk about hordes. We were going to do a series of hordes. And, uh, well, guess what? This is number two. We're going to talk about the GSA horde. A lot of people don't know what that stands for. It is the Government Services Administration. Uh, well, they were named that because that's the branch of the government that handled this horde. The dispersal of this horde, I should say. Now, guys, we, we deal with a lot of GSAs here in the store. Um, as of now, they're very sought after. People love those things. I mean, uh, what are your guys' take on GSAs? People do love them. What about you? You're a person. Uh, well, you know, personally, I, I don't really care too much for them. But uh, That's a sad, sad day to hear somebody say that. I, what about you, Adrian? There's, there's a million other Morgans I'd rather buy than a GSA Morgan. Well, a lot of times these these GSA Morgan dollars, when they uh, when they sold them, they put them in this fancy packaging with this nice black box, um, and they're worth more in those holders. I mean, a lot of people have taken them out, but 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 break it down first of where they found them, how they were. You know. So here's the deal: there was uh, there was a little over three million of them total, uh, and the the government was originally dispersing them in trade uh, for the silver certificates. You'd turn in your silver certificate, they would give you a dollar. Uh, well, there was a bunch of them left over that basically got locked away in their mint bags. Um, most of which, I may add, were Carson City dollars. Now, this is kind of a you know going off you know off subject, but Carson City mint. I mean, they're they're a big deal. I mean, to this day, anything minted in Carson City is a big big ordeal for collectors. Um, you know, recently I know Adrian uh, picked up some Carson City mint stuff. Uh, you know, here in the store we got some Carson City uh, gold, which is. You know, pretty good stuff. Um, before the hoard, the the CC dollars were actually thought to be super, super scarce uh, in high grade. But uh, unfortunately, when you add 125,000, uh, I'm sorry, 125,000 of them were not CC. The rest were all Carson Cities. So you add all of those into the market, and uh, you know that word scarce, it, it kind of goes away. Yeah, man, this this hoard's pretty crazy. I mean, it is it is a pretty large hoard. Um, there's a lot of good information on it. Now, I'll be honest. This isn't a horde that, that we have anything nuts where we're like, oh, man, you know, everybody was arrested for the horde. No, no, it's, it, all, it's pretty cut and dry. It was all done by the government, found by the government, held by the government. So, of course, you know it's all true and, <laughs> and very uh, straightforward, right? Definitely. Yeah, the government would never lie. Uh, anyways, Andrew, I mean, tell me some of the things that, uh, that you found about the GSA horde. Uh, you know, really, there's, there's, not, there, there's a lot of information out there, but nothing too striking, but... You know, like like you said, there are over three million, and 125,000 only were estimated to be uh, from other mints out there. They, they range between uncirculated and circulated coins, but the the 125,000 other minted Morgan dollars that they found were put into the, the same type of capsule, you know, big, large plastic capsule like they did with the Carson City ones, but it, it just said United States silver dollar on there versus. As opposed the, to the CC, the or CC. Carson City silver dollar. Correct. I'm used to saying CC, so bear with me if I just say CC dollar, that's Carson there's City also, dollar. There's also a, a, a few peace dollars, and uh, some of those you can find in the soft packs in pretty heavily circulated condition. Now, in a soft pack, it uh, is exactly that. It's it looks, a soft pack. It looks like cellophane. It's, it's kind of like in a little blue envelope, like the blue ox came in. It's pretty much the same thing, just has different writing on it. Right. Now, as far as dispersal, 
you know, when you find three million coins and you try to disperse them throughout the, the U.S., I mean, it becomes uh, that could be quite the hefty task. Yeah, granted, three million is not a lot as opposed to the amount of citizens we have. But uh, what the government did is they did uh, they did mail bid sales. Um, and I know they held one uh, between what October 31st, 1972, and I believe June 30th of 1974. They had five in between those those two dates. Right. And when they did them, um, they limited the collectors to only one of each date per household to begin with. And uh, okay, there's a lot of the coins. I understand limiting them, but when you limit them and then you have surplus, it causes other issues. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, the, the 1879, 1890, and 1891, they sold out really, really fast. And the rest of them were just kind of like, well, hey, you know what? I, I, I might go pick up a silver dollar. There wasn't too much enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And then it basically held off after that after those sales for a little while. And I'm pretty sure there was there was quite the surplus. Yeah, there, there was a million left after that last sale in, in 74. And then in 79, uh, they, they just laid around for several years. In 79, the, the president signed legislation to authorize the sale of the remaining 1 million coins at a set price. Now, that set price, in 1980 when they were to do that, that set price, quote-unquote, uh, was retracted just a month before they were actually going to do the sale. Um, and they, they uh, and that was due to the run on the silver market. So kind of close to how it is right now, there's definitely a run in the silver market. Yeah. So when that happens, you know, sorry, Mr. President, your set price just isn't working. Yeah, I thought it was kind of strange how they did the, the, the mail auction, though. Yeah, there was there was I, was. I was looking at pictures at some of the, the envelopes and, and slips that you had to send in. You you send in a government bid slip, all through mail. So God knows how long this took back then. Oh yeah. And, and they'd either approve or deny and send you, yeah, you won the auction or your bid, or no, we're denying your bid and you can try again later, maybe on another dollar. Now going back to the limits, originally there was a limit of one per household. When they got rid of the surplus. Uh, the original, they wanted to, to keep it down uh, pretty low to, I, I believe, uh, what was it? No, that wasn't low. It wasn't low at all. They wanted to keep it at 500 pieces was the limit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm pretty sure, again, uh, Mr. President's idea was changed uh, just prior to the auction. They, they lowered it to, you know what the number was? I think it was uh, 35 sure. coins or something like that uh, per customer. That's all you were allowed yeah, to order. It was, it was 13 days before the sale began. Right. They changed the rules yet again. Oh, of course. <laughs> Now, Adrian, I know that uh, you know we we buy a lot of GSAs here in the store that are in the original uh, holders, and one of the things that that I found was that you know when they when they first put these out, coin dealers pack a lot of their stuff in their carry-ons on airplanes. I'm talking now, you know, then mm-hmm. it was a little different. You weren't being charged every bag, all this other stuff, but. Uh, Coin dealers usually pack carry-ons for the most part. I wouldn't let millions of dollars of coins go uh, under an airplane. Definitely not. But uh, one of the things I know, Adrian, that that, uh, I could probably make you cry with is if I took a very rare uh, GSA dollar and you heard that uh, loud plastic cracking sound right behind you, right? One of the things that, that they used to do is literally these dealers would buy a bunch of the GSAs. They would crack them out. Not for any good reason, just because they're easier to travel with. You know, I've, I've seen a few um, graded. You know, you, you know the, with the with the normal GSA, the CC, big giant plastic holders. Right. You know, you, you have to get them banded. Through NGC, they Through made. NGC right. only. Now, PCGS also grades GSAs, but they put them in a holder. But they put them in a holder. Now, now what, how, how do you think these dealers back then got around to actually proving these were GSAs in the first place? And 
How many think? How many people you think believe actually believe that? Well, that's the thing. At the time, I don't really think it mattered. I don't think they cared. They just knew, hey, I bought it. It's a GSA. But what do I care? It's a Morgan dollar. Mm-hmm. And look at now. I remember uh, another story for you. Not too long. Uh, not too long ago, we had a customer come in here, who uh, I believe Adrian, you, the silent man, uh, you helped him, and he brought a coin in, and I'm pretty sure that he cracked it out of the holder, or he didn't have. There was something with the coin where it went from basically being like a four thousand dollar coin to being like a twelve hundred dollar coin. Yeah, no, that, <clears throat> that's very true. It's very unfortunate to you, those who don't know to keep those in the original GSA plastic that they were um, sold to you in. There's very, very scarce states in the GSAs as well. A percentage of the total mintage found in the hoard is just is just crazy. I mean, over almost 85% of the 1884 Carson City um, silver dollars were discovered, you know, in the GSA hoard. Up until then, there was only a small 15% that was circulated and collected or or that was out uh, out in the market. Well, there's 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 over fifty percent of the of the eighty two, eighty three, eighty four, and eighty five CCs. Yeah. The- so, but let me ask you this: seeing these numbers, if you were a collector who owned one of the other fifty percent, that at the time was extremely scarce because yeah. nobody knew where those ones were. I'd be angry. Oh, dude. Yeah, let me tell you. Especially, you know, selling so many off at, at one time as I did. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, hey, come and get it. There there was no three-year sale plan like the Redfield hoard on this uh-huh. one. It was, here we go. We're, we're, we're off in these. There's some of the scary states that, um, you know, like the 89, the 92, and the 93 Carson City GSAs. There was only one discovered of each. See, but isn't there one that there's only one, but they don't know where it's at? Well, all three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, so what's that tell you? Binion had it, I'm sure. I don't know. Binion or, you know, our, our Mr. Nixon himself. Yeah, Nixon's probably got him. You know, it's uh, it's interesting how this works. And they and this isn't the only coin hoard or the only coin that, that there's, a, you know, one of that they just somehow don't know where it went. Um, last time I checked, when I have one of something that's pretty expensive, uh, I, I try to keep decent tabs on it. So... Uh, knowing that there is one out there, a few of them that there's only one of that are out there, uh, keep searching. You know, you never know. You may find them. Um, the GSA hoard, like we mentioned at the very beginning, it's a pretty cut and dry, you know, simple hoard. It was the government just had a surplus of dollars that they finally decided to, to put out there. So uh, it did a couple of things. One, it did get a little bit of interest into, uh, you know, dollars again. Um, two, it messed up the population reports. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of messed up <laughs> collecting at that at that moment in time. Uh, but now, you know, there's there's uh, an upside to it. It's, there's a lot of people out there kicking themselves because yeah. they, they had them and cracked them out. I mean, one of the funny facts that I found was that it shows, they said at the end of shows, the last day or two of shows, you could physically hear dealers cracking out GSAs, uh, and they would see garbage cans full of GSA holders at the end of shows. I believe it. That I mean, that's like punch. I mean, dude, just 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 punch me in the punch me in the stomach. You know, that's that's painful, man. I mean, a lot of these things were just. Uh, if they were still around today, I understand that the market may be different on them. But now GSAs compared to then, GSAs are a huge, huge collectible. They, are. they definitely are. You know, a lot of people uh, try to get full sets with the GSAs. Uh, we have a, a customer of ours that we know owns thousands of GSAs. Uh, really good customer, but you know, I think he's uh, he's definitely onto something there, picking up all these GSAs. And uh, you know, the 85s. We do a lot with the 85s. 
you know, that, it, did you hear that idea ring in my head just now? That was pretty amazing. That was. You know, I mean, the 85s that we, uh, the 85s that we get in here, I mean, they fly out the door. We can't keep these things uh, long enough to offer them really in the store. They, in, they go right in away. The last, in the last five years or so, I've seen the 85 CC GSA go from 470 to well over 600 bucks now. Oh, yeah, so these easily. Things, these things do increase. They're great, uh, great buys, great investment value coins. And the other thing for people like you, Adrian, that like toned coins, GSAs, there's a lot of very nicely toned GSAs, whether it has to do with the mint bags they were in prior to being put in those holders, or if there's something in the plastic that's in those holders that they made. Um, it, they just tend to, to tone pretty interestingly. And, uh, you know, not only do they have the premium because they're GSAs, they have the premium with that toning as well. So uh, keep a lookout. The GSAs are great. If you get one, don't crack it out. Don't throw away the box. Don't get rid of the slip that's with it keep them all together let your value grow and eventually you can go sell it and uh, you'll probably make some decent money because these gsas are just awesome anything else guys that we found that's interesting about the very dry and unentertaining <laughs> gsa horde <laughs> no that that'll uh, that'll do it that'll do huh just a drop of duty on this one i guess, yeah, I guess so, so. We're, we're about to hit rush hour yeah about that's the truth we got to get out of here so uh yeah keep keep an eye out or, or an ear out i should say um we're going to be doing some more hordes some interesting stuff some shipwreck hordes and and the murder mystery of the binions and all kinds of crazy stuff that uh that is definitely entertaining and not something you want to miss i mean uh, we're just here to educate you so if you have any questions concerns comments anything send them to super coin brothers at saharacoins.net uh, or feel free to uh, to give us a call at 702-367-4360 and hit 4 at the menu and you'll get right through to one of us knuckleheads. So, thanks for listening. The three of us are here. Man, I'm getting a lot of ideas this podcast. We will talk to you guys soon. Stay on for the next. Stay on for the next.